almost done. Honestly, I don't know why I didn't think to do this before. A time weasel was not loomed to roam the dark eternal depths of the cosmos alone. I mean, who'd be there to go, oh gosh doctor, that is so clever, or wow, amazing Dr. Weasel, I never thought of that in a squillion years. And with a touch of the ubiquitous sonic nail file, as the brigade leader would say, the job is a good one. Systemic infrastructure pairing up. Running bootstrap checks. Physical actuation. Confirmed. Neuronic interweave functioning at optimum cognitive capacity. Social interrogative and relationship simulation protocols deployed. Hello, Master Doctor. Hello to you too, A9. Can't help but notice you powered on your synthy muscles before your brain. I might have made an error in your base code. If I could just tweak- Self-defense protocols enabled. Distrix Stunray projector deploying. Ah! Override self-defense protocols, you stupid robot goose! Confirmed, Master Doctor. Protocols disengaged. All other systems confirm functional radius. Honestly, A9, I was only going to check your base code. Tell me, you won't be blasting the Weezus's control room every time I try to pop your service hatch open. Perhaps, Master, it would have behooved you to have situated the service hatch in a less questionable location. Why would that ever matter? You're a synthy goose, not an organic. You don't have questionable locations. All the same, Master Doctor, please keep your paws to themselves in future. I wouldn't wish to inadvertently cause an incident. Probably for the best. You are, after all, how I built you, and I'm going to have to live with that. Did take me a devil of an age to repair the Weezus's console room after that abortive power-up of your predecessor. Predecessor, Master? Predecessors, A9. Look, perfecting an autonomous duplicate of my old companion, Avic Goose, was a challenge, even for my hyper-advanced time weasel brain. I see, Master. Perhaps it would be salient if you could explain the reasons for my creation. Why? Simple, Birdbot. I need you to help me find the real Advic Goose. In the wake of the Draconian War, Advic Goose has seemingly been lost beyond space and time. Can Dr. Weasel use his skills, talents, and indefatigable resolve, along with a little robotic assistance, to finally track down his wayward assistant? Or will he face a long, lonely, solitary future, going stag throughout the entirety of eternity? In Dr. Weasel, Lonely This Christmas. I assume you've already searched the last places you saw, Master Edvig Master. Do I look like a fool? Based on my computational assessments, I'd say almost certain- That was rhetorical. Of course I've searched high and low. I even skipped out of the universe a few times, which gave me a sinus headache like you wouldn't believe. My neuronal banks suggest the Weasdis is not configured for extra-dimensional travel, Master. 
Is that way the console room is so debilitated from the original Galloweyan specifications? I'll have you know, it took me eons to get it looking this lived in and comfy. Organics, so touchy with all those hormones sloshing around inside you. Mr. Doctor, perhaps we could return to the matter of Master Edvig? All I know for son is he's alive. Out there, somewhere in the universe. But uh, being a foolish avianoid, he has probably done something so stupid, I can't reason my way through it. Ah, which is where I come in. From my design schematics, I infer you have constructed my electrophysiognomy and neuronic interweave to closely approximate that of Master Edvig himself. Correct. And if you can think like the goose, we might be able to dig him up from beneath whatever asteroid or rogue star he's managed to bury himself under. Figuratively speaking, I assume, Master Doctor. Hmm? Oh, yes, of course. Plus, I incorporated a rudimentary short-range ADVIC detector into your sensor matrix. Coupled with your neuronal logic banks, that should give us a fighting chance of finding him. I sense the range of my detectors is limited to a paltry few thousand miles. In this vast universe, Master, that will make for an incredibly difficult search. Which is why I begged some sensor data from His Highness Emperor Clementine IV himself. And it seems the Chaconians think Avic landed somewhere in a place called Planetoid 404. Then, may I venture, what else are we waiting for? to pilot the Weasdis? Really? Due to my time weasel construction, alloyed with simulating Master Edvig's prodigious mathematical talent, it seemed a facile endeavor. Really wish I'd limited your language banks to something simpler too. Uh, well, this is a desolate hellhole and no mistake. Indeed. And since we do not wish to tarry here long, I shall now perform my first sensor sweep. Mr. Doctor, my tracer says there is a residue of both Master Edvig's organic essence and, curiously, a massive artronic energy eddy, too. Artronic energy? You mean, there's another Weasdis here? Maybe we should just scarper. No, not exactly. Perhaps there was one present at some earlier juncture? Although, the energy signature is curiously larger than your craft would emit. Please follow me, Master Doctor. Is that an escape capsule? It is of Chikonian origin, unless my logic banks are failing, which my self-diagnostic routines confirm they are not. And your readings, A9, suggest the goose was here, and that's his escape capsule? Without a doubt, Master Doctor. Although I can detect no residue of his life signs anywhere on this planetoid now. The inescapable conclusion is that Avvik's escaped to elsewhere. But uh, more importantly, a question arises of 
how? Perhaps we should be asking when, master? Please observe the capsule interior control panel closely. Hmm, looks like some being has cannibalized all the circuitry into... No. It can't be. It very clearly is, Master Doctor. He's created a primitive transmat device. I never thought he had that level of talent. Clearly, Master Doctor, traveling with you for so many years has permitted his acquisition of more skills than you realized. Hmm, most perplexing. Despite appearing burned out, I am getting a strong artronic energy void coefficient from the device. How is that even possible? There's no weasel or time weasel equipment here. I believe Mr. Edvik made use of the strong residual artronic energies on this planetoid, and he was able to utilize them to fuel his transmat device. A most risky but admirable stratagem. Seriously? Let me uh, take a closer look. Stop me vitals, A9, you're right, but that's utter madness. This primitive assemblage could never focus those kinds of energies. It's lacking nearly all of the essential hyper-advanced time weasel components which make a weasel's work. Like mercury fluid links and oversized levers? There's other stuff in there too. My logic bag suggests, Master, that in his effort to create a working transmit device, Master Edvik instead created a rudimentary and highly unstable time-space manipulator. Likely he was held through the vortex to parts and times unknown. Which means, wherever and whenever he is, he'll be utterly saturated in artronic energy residues. Enough to mask his normal biotemporal signature so the Weasdis can't track him. Brilliant, A9! I am so glad my utter genius created you. Such modesty! I would like to note that from the energy residues present, I can extrapolate the correlation we need to feed into the Weasdis to overcome the artronic residue masking. There, I have the data. Shall we adjourn to the Weasdis? This desolate planetoid is not somewhere I'd wish to linger for long. You and Avic both, it seems. Come along, A9. Let's have a deco at where we've landed then, A9. Look at that magnificent stone edifice. So imposing. So compelling. So clearly built by some form of awe-inspiring alien intelligence. We could be anywhere, anytime. The only way to find out for sure is to open that door and get to exploring. Or you could check the Weasdus's readouts, which indicate it is Christmas Eve 1935, and we are in England, South Warwickshire. Close to All Saints Church, Luddington? Well, if you want to take all the fun out of it, party pooper. Shall we sally forth? Best to take an umbrella, Master, as it's raining out there. No Christmassy snow either. Bah, I really hate reality sometimes. Cliché is always prettier. And this is where the goose is headed up then. 
Absolutely. My sensor matrices have located him with complete precision. You'll find Master Edvik just outside the church, it seems. Then come along, A9. The sooner we collect him, the sooner we can be back in the dry. Time, weasel fur, and rain do not mix well. Oh, Advik! Advik Goose! Doctor? Doctor Weasel? Is that you? And you've brought that flaming Chikonian duplicate with you. I will smash it into teeny tiny little Mr. Edvik. You are confused. I am Cybo Duplicate A9. I was built by Master Doctor Weasel as an approximation of your bioform and neuronal matrices in order to track you down wherever you were. It's not enough that you let me get substituted by a spy. Now you've built yourself a replacement, Edvik. Wipe that foam off your beard, Edvik. Which instantly is impressive. I didn't know your species could grow facial hair. I've been looking for you for ages. Really? You managed to find me after only a year? A whole year spent stuck in that rock way, trying to find a way off, I should add. Oh, I would have thought it would have taken longer, given the size of the universe. Well, I uh, did sew a tracker into the ragged yellow pajamas you're so fond of wearing, but uh, what with the Chaconian War and then your little transmit gaff, it got sort of scrambled. Luckily, A9 here was able to track you down in short order. <laughs> Incidentally, is it just me, or does something smell like decaying silage here? My olfactory sensors detect that Master Edvik is in urgent need of access to hygiene facilities. Thanks for that, robot me. So would you, after months stuck in the middle of nowhere. Look, Dr. Weasley, I flattered you finally came to find me and everything, although considerably less flattered by yet another duplicate of me wandering around, mind you. Imitation is the sincerest form of flattery, Master Edvik. Oh, get over yourself, Clanky. Now, can we get out of the rain and back into the nice warm Weasdus? What? You don't have to hang around and crush the local rector's Christmas bash? You'll forgive me this once if I opt to bypass the partying and go scrape off the outer layer of this filth and get us some clean of the space moth-eaten clothing instead. <laughs> okay, Abek. We'll celebrate Christmas in the Weasdest with a slap of bean feast once you're feeling more... goosey. Incidentally, Doctor, what are you planning to do with A9 now? Are we going to be operating as a trio from here on out? <laughs> now I've got your back, I'm going to warehouse him in one of the Weasdest's sub-basements. It'll be less confusing that way. And between you and me, I think he's got a growing tendency to try and upstage me. He had just hear something that sounded almost exactly like a Distronic stun ray projector deploying, Avvik. Actually, no come to mention it, Doctor. My apologies, Master Doctor, Master Advic, but I've gotten rather used to functioning and really would prefer to remain operational. I'm sure you'll understand once you've slept off the Distronic ray after a fix. Oh, my poor aching little time weasel head. No more eggnog for me today.
I can't believe something you created shot us in the back, Dr. Hazel. What am I saying? Of course I bloody can. I remember now. I was going to check his code base to ensure the self-preservation protocols excluded me. But he told me not to bother because I put the hatch on his rump. The cunning minx. A bottom hatch? Oh, never mind. Oh, incidentally, Doctor, I see the Weasdus is gone as well. Oh, snow-chilled Groblocks. He's nicked off with my ballet ship, the Cyboswine. Even you wouldn't have done that, Avvik. Especially not at Christmas. What? Abandon you somewhere in time and space and then nip off on my own? No. The thought has never even crossed my mind. So what now, Dr. Weasel? We're stuck in earlier 20th century Earth. I'm still in dire need of a bath, and we've no longer got access to the Weasdis. What do we do? Well, breakfast at the rectory seems to be a likely good first step, and uh, perhaps then a long hot bath for you and fresh rags, Mr. Stinky Goose. I'm sure the rector would only be too delighted to host two weary travellers with no place to stay. It is Christmas after all. And you can bet there's a handy stable block to fall back on if he won't have us in the house. I hear there's a precedent for that sort of thing at this time of year. Quite. Dr. Weasel. Come on then, Avic. Brecky awaits. Dr. Weasel, where do you think A9 has gone? What do you think he's going to do? Well, if I am any judge of character, Avic. A statement which this whole debacle once more throws into serious question. Shh, Goose. But I'd guess he's spun off into his own series of exciting adventures. Possibly involving witches, stone circles, and if I was a hedging bet, nosy teenagers. Witches and stone circles? Honestly, Dr. Weasel, the longer I know you, the less sense you make. And as Advic Goose and Dr. Weasel prepare for the mother of all gate crashing on this festive day, we wish all our listeners old and new a very Merry Christmas and a less terrible New Year. Dr. Weasel will return in 2022 in... What do you mean? You've not written the script yet. Do I have to do everything around here? You are a bunch of amateurs. You really are. I really don't know why I bother anymore. Dr. Weasel is a Weasel Tale, the audience for production, starring Ronald Weasel and Dr. Weasel and Quington Goose as A9 and Advic Goose. 